Some people slow down when they have very little to do on their to-do list, and others actually slow down when they have too much to do. You have to identify what type of person you are and then work to create a task list that will boost your productivity. In today's episode, we'll give tips on how to develop a task list that will inspire you and help you to keep up your production. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. Personally, I'm not someone who loves to-do lists at all, but I have had to rely on them quite a lot more this year um, in the business because I manage so many things. So I know I prefer showing up every day, looking around to see what needs to be done and doing that next thing in front of me. But I have had to work on to-do lists more, and I've realized that, um, especially when it comes to my team, I have people that work better with a short list where I just give them a couple of things I need them to do every day and ones that really want me to flood them with work. And I have found that, you know, some people respond really well to be given three or four things. They want to be given the task. They want to knock it out before the end of the day. And if I give them a flood of work that I think will last them for the week, they'll be up until two in the morning trying to get it done. <laughs> and then I have those that if I if I drip out the work to them, uh, they actually won't do it at all. And I'm waiting to give them more work. So it's actually better for them to get the full list. So uh, this is actually something that I have seen with the people that work with me is that some really are faster and better producers if they are given everything for the week because they I guess maybe they want to plan or maybe mm-hmm. they just feel more inspired well, that way or and I think just the idea of a task list or a to-do list or, or whatnot in and of itself is you know a, a personality thing in some regards like you said you prefer to just come in sit down assess what's going on and then get to work and I'm much more of the type where I want to I'm going to do that same process, but I'm going to write it all out. I'm going to try and prioritize, and then I'm going to feel really, really good every time I check off one of the items on that to-do list. Whereas you're like, meh, you know, like it's annoying. I was productive to today. Yeah, <laughs> I Why have is it a, annoying? I have a to-do list, and I tend to write one out every week on Monday. Um, but I have no intention of doing that full list. That's like the week list. I have to have a little bit of an overview so I know what to give everyone. Right. Um, and I cross stuff off and I cross stuff off, but it's not actually gone. It just looks like a big mess on my paper by Wednesday, <laughs> and it's annoying to me. Well, see, if you went with a digital to-do list, <laughs> then you could check it off. I'm pretty sure that would, would wreck my productivity. Go away. <laughs> there are so many times where you're like, if only there were a solution for this. And I'm like, there is. And you're like, but not that one. <laughs> I could just get rid of the to-do list altogether. So the, we tend to do this. We tend to identify two or three types of people or types of workflow or ways of handling things. And you know, we'll just throw out there as always as a disclaimer. This is not the only two options that exist out there. But we found it in working with each other and working with our teams that very often it, it falls into one of these two things. So how do you figure out what is your task list workflow? 
Well, I would say that you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. Um, like for one, when I have a lot to do on my list, do I freak out or do I get excited that I have a lot to do? I know what I personally feel like. I don't want a lot on my list. Um, otherwise, I kind of get irritated. But I think you're different than that, right? Uh, yeah, I, I have a tendency to, uh, I, so I have a, a spiral notebook. I've tried digital things too, and I always keep coming back to the old spiral notebook. And what I have settled into over the last year or so is that I'll open that to uh, like two clean pages and start on the left-hand side and write today's date and start like putting things down, just no priority, just dump it on the list. And I will fill both of those pages. And it used to be I had to always fit it onto one page. And then what I found was if I filled up a page, then I didn't have anywhere to add anything that comes up. So I just started spilling over into those two pages. And yeah, there's something like if, if, if I don't have that much on that list, I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> and, and yeah, there's times where I'm just like, ah, I guess I don't have anything to do. You would look at that and say, you have nine things to do. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't have anything to do. <laughs> yeah, if I had as lengthy a list as you have... Um, right. Yeah, it would cause me a lot of panic. Actually, I'd just hire all the work out. Be like, okay, we got to start getting this stuff off on me. Right. Another thing to ask yourself is when there are only a few things on your list, do you tend to knock them out? Or do you tend to leave those things on the list so that your list is not fully complete? Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm more on that latter one. You want stuff on the list, right? Yeah. There, uh, one, one habit that I'm trying to kick is I have items that will go on my to-do list. So what I do is as I work through that to-do list, eventually you run out of page, right? So you're trying to add new things. So you're like putting it in the margins and up along the top and everything. So then it's like, okay, we need a clean to-do list, but you can't lose the stuff that was on that existing one. So you have th that's where your next to-do list starts is all the stuff you didn't scratch off of the last one. And unfortunately, what I found is that there are times where I have carried an item over to like five new task lists. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to admit that this is never going to happen. This has just got to go now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want a to-do list at all. I'd rather just have a blank page. Um, yeah, if I if I carry something over from week one into week two. That it's going to be the first thing. It's going to be the do. first thing yeah. I get done. I mean, unless there's yeah. some reason it's getting moved over. I, like, sometimes have, I'll keep I, it on there because I'm like, I do have to follow up on this thing and it's not ready. It's not ready yet. I think we'll we'll get into this later, but I think I you you revealed to me the secret reason why I do this. I, I never realized this before, but you... you oh, I'm waiting to hear once, the secret Once again, reason. you have held up a mirror to my, my personality and my <laughs> workflow and have made me see deep I in can't wait to hear this oh, wisdom yes. I've imparted. I, I never wisdom. know. I don't know about wisdom. Secret? But it's, it's Whatever. A, it's a fact. <laughs> we'll okay. call it truth. All right, so the, another question to ask yourself, this is the last one I could think of. Do I find it harder to stay focused when there is less for me to do or can I push through no matter what? Mm, okay. So, I mean, for me, if I only have a couple things on the list, I'm like, thank you, Lord, let me knock that out and then I'll see what else has to get done. But I feel like there are definitely people who tend to mess around, do non-essential tasks. Uh -huh. Because, like you said, why are you, why are you staring at me so intently when you said? It? I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> is that something? Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely have it. And, and again, that it's sort of that. Um, it's, it kind of goes back to the torch and the hair thing, where it's you know like the the pressure of the deadline. Sometimes the pressure of the to do list uh, is, is is the motivating factor. It's like, oh man, I've got so many things I've got to get done. 
like, I, I need to do something today. Like, I got to get started or this hour or whatever. You know, like, I got to get something knocked off of this list. And I think sometimes that's another reason for the long list. It's just a motivator. Well, Mondays kind of tend to be that way for me because mm-hmm. I have to set up all the projects for my week and for my team right. and whatever. And by the end of Monday, I am so exhausted and I am not nearly as productive on Tuesday. Um, it kind of used to bother me a little bit. And then I realized, wait, you did a lot on Monday. So it's okay if Tuesday you cannot <laughs> right. hit it hard like that. Absolutely. So Mondays do have a little bit longer a uh, list of things for me so, to do. So you say that you don't like a to-do list anyway, but are you are you more more interested in or motivated by a shorter to-do list? Or do you fall outside of these two categories altogether? Um, I only want to put things on a to-do list that I have to be reminded has to get done quickly. Okay. So... Uh, I started so doing, the length the length of it doesn't really matter to you. It doesn't, but I am not going to put nonsense on my to-do list. You know, like I'm not going right. to put do the laundry. I know I have to do the laundry. Why would I put that on there? <laughs> All right, so then then who does work well with the shorter list? So people that I find work well with shorter lists are people that want to get everything given to them done in a day. So okay. a long list is going to freak them out. Like I said, I have people. Ooh, I just, I'm suddenly thinking of someone we work with who that, cannot sleep if there's I know, an they email can't sleep. in their inbox. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So um, with people like that, with team members like that, with clients like that, if I know they can't sleep with their inbox not empty, I stop emailing them at a certain time right. because I don't want to overwhelm anybody. Um, so if you're somebody that long lists freak you out, you really want to complete everything that was given to you in a day, short deadlines stress you out, uh, or you want to get everything done like as soon as possible, you're somebody who works well with a short list. Now, when I started the business, I was more like this. Uh, I was given things and I would want to turn them around as quick as I could. And then I realized, uh, you're getting too much. You cannot possibly get it all done in a day. Mm -hmm. So I immediately had to, you know. So you had to manage the to-do list for them, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, as, as a manager, supervisor, delegator, administrator, sometimes that's part of your job is understanding the workflow habits of the people that you're assigning things to so that you know, can I give this person, can I just drop a stack on this person's desk or do I need to parcel it out? A yeah. And bit? unfortunately, a lot of times when I start handing out work to people, I have to like specifically say to them, I don't expect you to do this right this minute. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. a long time, I would, I would send a task that they would think they have to get it done right away. So yeah, um, there was a lot of pressure in that I've had to kind of relieve it because again, I mean, I understand what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. They're not accustomed to ongoing tasks. So on the, on the flip side, uh, you know, who works well with the 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 longer list again this is more my category <clears throat> the um the 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 red flags or the indicators that that might say that you're one of these people like me um shorter lists cause you to put off doing work and get distracted with non-essential tasks right you see like i said you look at a to-do list and you say i don't have anything to do now there's nine things on the list but, you know, if that's a short list for you, then you're like, ah, you know, and then maybe you go drift off somewhere else and you, you do something that probably doesn't need to get done right now or feels more urgent or whatnot. Um, if you procrastinate on getting things done because you have a lot of time to do it, 
Because again, a shorter to-do list to you looks like, you know, less, less to accomplish in the amount of time that you have. Well, that's a whole other topic we could get into. Filling the amount of time that you're given, right? Uh. If it excites you to see a lot of things on your list, and that is, like I said earlier, a motivating factor, then that might be, uh, you might fall into this category, right? You just, if you see a pile of things that have to get done, that is like your get up and go. That's your motivation point to say, all right, uh, I'm not going to go waste time on this, that, or the other thing. I'm not going to procrastinate. I got all this pressure. Let's get stuff done. Yeah, those are the... I mean, those are the two people I typically work with. Obviously, they're the the non-list people like me, and I definitely have to create more lists now. Um, I do this to help out the people around me. When you bring people into your workflow, you have to, you, you know, basically you have to create ways that they can be a part of this or help you. So I think it's really important that you understand the pitfall of having the wrong length list. So if you're a person who needs a long right. list or a short list or no list or whatever it is, um, understanding that there are pitfalls for both. So, so here's a pitfall for somebody who needs a short list. Um, if if you are the person who works best with that and you have pages of things to accomplish, you're going to feel overwhelmed and stressed out. Being stressed um, causes you to develop a block on your tasks and it causes you to put off doing things because you're stressed. Right. I'm not going to get it done anyway, right. so why should I even bother? Yeah. Why even bother? And also, the overwhelm can actually cause you to hit burnout pretty fast. And then again, if if you're someone who works better with long lists of, of tasks, then a short list can trick you into thinking you have time to, procra- to uh, procrastinate. You can put things off uh, because you, you again, you, you look at it and you see, well, there's, there's some things happening, but there's not a ton. And so, I, oh man, I've got all the time in the world uh, to get this done. So it can kind of lull you into a false sense of security. Um, you can end up wasting time because of that. You, you think you have not enough to do for the time that you have. So you, you're going to fill in that time with non-essentials or even non-work, uh, depending on your situation. You know, if you have a, a job that, you know, <laughs> has room for that. <clears throat> right. So, if, if those are the pitfalls, then, then what do we do? How do we figure out which, you know, what, what to do once we understand our particular workflow with to-do lists? How do we build a better list? Well, I think first of all, you have to recognize that regardless of what your list is on Monday, it's not going to be the same list on Wednesday or Thursday. Things are going to drop off and things right. are going to be added and it's all going to shift. So you need to keep up your production all week. Whatever time is that you have designated for your job, whatever that looks like, if you're and I'm not saying because I'm not regimented or whatever, um, but you need to keep yourself producing all week, even if that means looking for other things to do when you're wrapped up. So for someone who wants to create a short to do list, look at the week or the month as a whole, determine the deadlines for those tasks so that you can create a daily priority list. I recommend you only put your top priorities on there. And leave room in your um, daily list for anything that pops up. Yeah, and it can also help. Uh, you mentioned looking at the week or the month as a whole. It can also help you to have two task lists. So you have your ongoing to-do list. I think I might be sealing this from getting things done. Um, I think that's where I learned this principle. So you have like your ongoing list, and then you have today's to-do list. So you grab Basically. your big inventory, 
the big bucket of things that has to get done by fill in the blank date. And then you pull based off of priorities, based off of deadlines, and you pull that and you make today's to-do list. That makes way more sense if you're a short to-do list person. Exactly. It's kind of what I do on Mondays. I do kind of create a a longer to-do list for the week, and then I start handing stuff out that way. So again, if you're a long to-do list person like me, and you need to uh, get that longer to-do list to be motivated, how do you build a a good to-do list? So first of all, just put everything on the list. I talked about doing the master list and then the daily list. You may not need that daily list. You may need to just always be looking at the big bucket of things that has to get done, the big mountain of to-dos. So, you know, Keely suggested maybe even throwing in some of the smaller things, you know, uh, throwing in there, I need to email so-and-so about thus and such. By the way, that can be another thing is chunking or breaking down into like subtasks. So if you have a a to-do list item that is, you know, complete website, all right, there's like 18 steps left in that process. So go ahead and put them on there. A, that'll help you just to make sure that nothing gets missed, but then also it it sort of fills in and shows you, oh, hey, by the way, that's not a thing. That's that's multiple steps in the process. And that might involve emailing so-and-so. And that can be something that you can fire off real quick. And now you've got to wait a little bit of time, that kind of thing. Making a phone call, checking in with, with somebody on your team for progress or additional information that you need. You can even put in off-topic items like personal to-dos. Because again, if you're looking at it and you're saying, I don't have very much to do, so I'm going to procrastinate. Maybe you should motivate yourself by throwing in and saying, you know, while you're procrastinating right now, there is still that pile of laundry or that toilet you got to fix at the house or, you know, like those kinds of things to just sort of be another motivation point. Then you can also add in some longer term tasks. And I'm not, I don't mean making up stuff. You, you kind of mentioned that earlier, like, I'm not just going to like make up junk and put it on the to-do list. <laughs> uh, sometimes though, you can put things on the, t- if you find your to-do list getting short and you're feeling like you've got all the time in the world, maybe that's a little bit of breathing room to dream a little bit and throw something on your to-do list that, that wasn't already there that maybe isn't going to get done anytime soon. You know, one that I had on, on my to-do list for, I don't know, two months was redesigning r5websitemanagement.com. And then it finally got done. And it finally got done. And part of the reason it finally got done is because I I left it on the to-do list. By the way, there's another website redesign within our personal network of websites uh, that says redesign this website. And I'm like, you know, like once I get this weekend freed up, (laughs) I'm going to finally do that. You know, I like that for your, for people who need that long list, because I find what happens is that people who need the longer list actually have a lot of anxiety when they see the list wrapping up. Sometimes, yeah. And if you will put those things on there, I think there will be seasons where there's going to be less to do. They're just right. Well. And and the thing is, when you if you literally like scratch the last item off the to do list one day, then you'll have that other thing that was the 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 non to do list item. It's just the the dream, the big thing, you know, whatever it is. Again, it was for us. It was uh, for a while. It was. Uh, launch that podcast you've been thinking about doing for six years. You know, <laughs> here we are. Um, part of it is because that was that was just kind of lingering there. And again, maybe this is one of those items that gets carried over from task list to task list, and that's okay. 
because you you have it there on purpose. If it's just lingering because you're putting it off and you're dreading it, maybe maybe you do need to delegate it or or hand it back like we talked about in a previous episode. But if it's just like the dream thing, then leave it on there and then maybe just mull on it a little bit. Let it let it kind of grow a little bit. So, um, Keely, you spend a lot of time talking about mindset, developing mindsets for um, entrepreneurs, business owners, um, people that are trying to uh, move to a different different level or a different space. Talk about that in in regard to your to-do list. Yeah, so this is something I really struggled with when I started the business. Like I said, um, I was taking a lot of writing work on a platform called Fiverr. I actually set my own deadlines there. But I set them really short to stay competitive. And I had a short turnaround, but the minute I would get this request, because I had, you know, only a few at the first few weeks, I would like turn it around in an hour or two hours or something like that. Well, then I started getting flooded with work and there was no way for me to get it all done. So I had to change my mindset. So I've worked in two different types of jobs. I've worked in fast food and retail and I've worked in offices. Fast food retail jobs. You go in, you do whatever orders are there while you're there. And when you clock out and go home, someone is still doing those orders for you. Those transactions, they take place in 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever that looks like. That's it. It's off your plate. You don't have anything to do with that. You come back, you handle what's there when you show up. But when you work in an office, no one is working on this thing for you while you're not there. You have to come back to it. So I had to change my mindset and realize I want work to come back to because if mm-hmm. I don't have work to come back to, then I won't make time for this in my daily schedule. I was raising little kids and I have a lot of people on my team that are in that same boat. Um, they set their own schedules. You have to set, uh, you have to have enough work to keep showing back up. Right. And that is definitely a mindset I had to change. I remember even when I went to work in an office my mindset had to shift because otherwise I was taking the stress of what didn't get done in the day home with me. And I Mm -hmm. was in college. I mean, I wasn't even like the main, (laughs) wasn't even the main person doing the work, but I can remember stressing out at night sometimes about it. And I had to change my mindset then and realize these transactions took a month to complete. Right. So we had the month and it took us the month. Yeah. And that can, that can really, uh, again, help move you. If you're moving in the direction of becoming a business or expanding your business, that can really help to have that mind mindset shift. So guys, as always, we want to remind you that uh, p- empowering productivity is a, an arm of R5 website management. And one of the ways that we help business owners and freelancers and other entrepreneurs just like you is to help take some of the items off your to-do list. Are you a short a short to-do list person that has some things you need delegated out. You, you got this blog post that you've been meaning to write for a couple of months now and you just haven't ever gotten it done is redesign the website on your to-do list, whether you're a short or a long person. We can help take that off of your plate. We offer website services, writing, social media, client communication, all kinds of things like that to help your business go to the next level. So if you would benefit from any of those, feel free to reach out to us at contact at r5websitemanagement.com.